This is BYBW, the sports gambling podcast that wants the college football playoff committee to throw Cincinnati a fucking bone. Not because they're undefeated and beat Notre Dame, but because they're in Cincinnati. The only form of culture is warm diarrhea on top of spaghetti. Give them something, guys. They deserve this. And I'm Joe Public, uh, joined by my co-host, Rain Man, who's going to give us what, what he calls his big rubber. Rain Man, why do you call it big rubber? Because, Joe, spin the wheel, deal the hand, and roll the dice. It's Vegas week at BYBW, and boy, Hattie will need a sure thing to get back in the green in the late afternoon after undoubtedly hitting the ATM three times on Saturday. Good thing we got it this week with Tennessee plus one at number 18, Kentucky. Too easy. Rain money, baby. Lock the week. We're going up. Yeah, that fucking buffet at the Rio. Watch it, baby. I'm coming for you. Best brunch in Vegas. Kaffir uh, on the other end of the podcast. Uh, it's probably not the best brunch. It's just one I had. Kaffir, uh, other end of the podcast. Uh, with What's your big rubber this week? Boise State plus five at Fresno State. Jake Hainer's having way too much fun for my liking. Hmm. Hmm. He's having too much fun. He's enjoying himself too much. We should take him down a peg, I guess. I will. Hey, Jake, chill. Listen, man, it's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch BYBW. Check your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. Alright, this is BYBW. Follow us on Instagram at BYBW Podcast. Uh, you can shoot us an email. BYBW Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to be part of our King of the Hill contest, which is consistently rotating, is it not, boys? Uh, we... Yes. Uh, King of Hell, the we we lost uh, the babbler last week. Uh, not the uh, most correct pick in BYBW history, but certainly the longest. Uh, I think we can all agree on that. Uh, that it was also the Clemson. Clemson, pretty rough beat there. Uh, Rayman felt pretty good about that one. You're he was on Clemson pretty heavy in that spot. Yeah, it was not a bad beat. The last play of the game was a bad beat. <laughs> if you actually dive into the box score, Clemson dominated that game and should have covered easily. But it, because of the last play is all that the public cares about, then people call it a bad beat. Clemson outscored Florida State by 150 or outgained Florida State by 150 yards. 40% of Florida State's past yards, which were not very high to begin with, under 200, were on one play that was a busted coverage where the safety tackled the Florida State wide receiver, but because the fl- receiver went over Clemson's safety's body, he wasn't down and was able to okay. run it for another 35 Dude, yards won, into the end buddy, zone. You won, the bet. Fluke, you won the bet. You won the bet. You won the bet. Take guns down guns down you won the bet you got the money who gives a shit I'm tired but of it was America a bad beat a bad you're beat. out of your fucking mind the, the guy threw the ball 30 yards backwards for a touchdown on the last play <laughs> to the other team you're out of your fucking mind if you don't call that a one, bad so beat. only Get one real. play only one play counts when we're talking about bad beats just the last one 
That's not. That, this is that, like that doesn't make any this sense. This is no. this is like fucking Dianetic shit. This is like full on culty. You're this save this for the Liberty pick later. Are you kidding me? Talking about that's not a bad beat. You're Florida, Florida State never mind. should have been close to covering. It's just that simple. Let's talk about some other bullshit. Uh, the college football playoff committee rankings, uh, which came out, and frankly, we don't need to dwell on because I don't think the committee dwelled on them. I don't think they thought about. This you don't want to really talk hard. about the fluky think, fumbles yeah. in the Clemson game either, I guess. Okay, we'll go to the college football uh, playoff rankings. I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hear. You know what? Take a take a take a lap, buddy. Go eat a popsicle. Uh, we got. Uh, I, I I thought a lot of. I like Cincinnati is uh, number six. As previously mentioned, uh, despite being a and they're behind seven and one Ohio State, seven and one Oregon. Did, I guess is that did, looking through one through twelve. Were there any scruples? Anything that stood out to you guys? I think what stood out to me is uh, it's basically saying that the media narrative around these rankings is incorrect. With Cincinnati being not given its due, I think if anything, if you're a Cincinnati fan, you should be very very excited about these rankings. Basically, uh, they're ahead of undefeated Oklahoma in the Big 12 and undefeated Wake Forest in the ACC and ahead of Michigan, ahead of Notre Dame, which they beat. So that makes sense. Uh, so they, they're in a very good spot. They could have easily been behind Oklahoma, Wake Forest, Georgia, and Alabama. We all know that if Alabama beats Georgia and holds serve in the rest of the SEC, that they were going to make the playoff anyways. We all know that if Georgia wins out or just loses one game in the SEC championship, they're going to make the playoff anyways. None of that changes. Michigan State's undefeated. They have to play Ohio State. That one's going to work itself out. And we all knew if Oregon held serve, they were going to make the playoffs anyways. Oregon's not going to hold serve. They're not that good. Cincinnati's in a fine position. Everyone else needs to relax. I hate it all. You hate it all? Capper, that's yeah, very broad, but I agree with you. What do you hate the most out of it all? I I just hate that they, I hate that they that the rank the teams makes, so ruthlessly. Well, they make they make they shit them up against every each other year. in competition. So like this year, they're ranking one loss teams ahead of undefeated teams. Like Oklahoma is a power five undefeated team in the Big Twelve, that's and they're true. ranked eighth. They haven't yeah. lost a game in their eighth. Like, okay, so you're saying Oklahoma's doesn't pass the eye test in week nine of the season, but like the teams ahead of them that have lost games pass the yeah. eye test, like that's the teams that you're going to say like, yeah, oh, you know what? They're really good. I'm just going to go with it. Why not? Yeah. Like they're like they're creating narratives, which is really sad. My because, only concern like, is I would drop Michigan. The whole, the whole thing is fucking bullshit. It, it's trash every so- single year. But, Here's, like, all they do is try to create, like, just fake narratives. So, you and know so like, yeah, you're going to say, like, oh, Oklahoma's horrible. Are they? I, I personally think that, look, there's not – it's clearly bullshit. I think it's it, – you have to be as ignorant as Rain Man claiming the Clemson game wasn't a bad beat to believe these playoff rankings aren't fucking absurd. Um, but I wanted, like, as just, like, a thought exercise and as sort of a proof that – at is why I think this format, future format, can be really effective. Here's what a 12-team would look like. A 12-team playoff would look like based on these rankings. The top four, assuming they get a bye, which I really like the top four getting a bye, would be UGA, Alabama, MSU, Oregon. Okay, you would have a 12 versus 5. And what I like about this is all these teams 5 to 12, they have something to prove. So in this first round i feel like they would all get a chance to really prove so you have baylor against ohio state at ohio state you have oklahoma state at cincinnati you have notre dame at michigan and you have wake at ou fuck yeah 
Wake like, you would be sick. I, fuck yeah. Point, I point, just point, think point, you, point. you get those games and you take those winners and then you pit those against your top four. And all of a sudden, all these teams that for so long have always been right outside, they're going to get these national TV games to really show out and get people excited. Um, I think so. I look at this and it's just a final nail in the coffin for sure that like, would you not be the top four of this is bullshit, but the top 12 of this pretty fucking spicy. Uh, uh, Yeah, that's that's my takeaway. Yeah, I mean, everyone wants to see an expanded playoff. So sure. But this. Yeah, yeah, it, it's fine to say, looking at the rankings, but like, if if there was a twelve team playoff, they wouldn't rank the teams this way. No, and what you can tell by the first release of like, the which rankings, which is the, that's the sad. These part. aren't they're like, not ranked like, based off quality. They're not ranked based off numbers. They're not ranked yeah. based off viewership. They're ranked in a way that allows the committee the most amount of flexibility to monkey with it going forward while being defensible, and that's why you see Alabama at two. So. Yeah. So they'd still the, figure out a way to The wild part about the, your your top 12 is there's only two SEC teams in the top 12. No, probably not. Like, they're ranking the Big 12 teams way high because there's not necessarily a clear-cut Big 12 team that's ahead of the pack, but do you think three Big 12 teams are better than you know, the top three SEC teams? I don't think so. You do have Auburn and A&M at 13 and 14. BYU at 15, which is super interesting. Then Mississippi, you have Ole Miss at 16. Mississippi State at 17. Kentucky, 18. So basically the rest of the eight SEC sitting between the top 20 right now. Uh, and that would never happen if it was a 12-team playoff. Yeah. No, I Which I is don't, crazy. I don't disagree. I do think that... Uh, it seems inevitable. The the real question mark, I think, that we're all waiting on, and we all know the answer, is like Alabama's going to – if Alabama loses to Georgia in the SEC championship, are they going to lose their spot? Yes. I feel like if they don't lose their spot, that's – oof. If it's a close game, if they lose in overtime and they end up not losing their spot, I think that's where you're going to see riots in the Well, streets. it would depend on if, if the rest of the team holds serve, Alabama will lose their spot. If not, then who knows? But I definitely agree on OU. That's OU, arguably one of the most electric players in the country now at quarterback. Yeah, and they're like nine. They're nine and zero, undefeated in their conference, and at number eight, like after a Michigan team that lost to Michigan. Like, man, well, win, went out. Uh, I'm. I'm certainly rooting for Auburn to beat Alabama and then Auburn to get smacked in the SEC championship game. Just just because. Chaos. Just because. Why not? Why not? Why not? Well, if if Cincy doesn't make the playoff this year, then the entire process is a sham. And w- like we lose. we know that it needs to be we we know that it needs to be reworked, but like that's a very clear top four team in the country. If Cincinnati like, doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't who know if playing. I agree with that, but that's fine. I think if Cincinnati doesn't make the playoff, they need to attend the playoff game and then rush the field like WWE. Come out, come right out of the stands, Just and then get on the field and play them. The new number one contender. Play me, King, or I'm the champion. The Sorry about it. It's the only reasonable step forward. Let's uh, go to what the real me of the podcast. 
that is the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. That is the weekly. I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel 10 feet tall right now. The weekly. As strong as an ox. All right, this is the weekly, the picks that matter, the picks that count, the picks that make you money. Uh, joined by Rain Man, uh, who I think I think holds serve uh, right now. Uh, how how did you look last week? At uh, two and two, hitting the rubber. Yeah, and then uh, you did hit the Clemson game, and your your lock this week is you like Rocky Top on the road at kentucky who just took a gut punch against mississippi state uh, i'm guessing this is is this all about the truth for you yeah, a lot of it's about the truth this is actually what i'm gonna deem a chagas game which is a bad portmanteau between check and vegas so you can probably tell what's coming because we are gonna have a check palooza in las vegas late saturday afternoon uh, and here's why Huge RLM opening at plus three for Tennessee with 58% of betters on Kentucky has moved all the way down to plus one. That's a check. Kentucky is ranked. Tennessee is not. That's a check. FPI likes Tennessee to outright. That's a check. SP plus likes Tennessee to outright. That's a check. Alan Hendon, the truth hooker, is on one team and not the other. That's also a check. By my count, that's five checks, which is enough to field your own checks skipball team. Call me Tim Duncan because I'm about to check shot all over this. If you don't bet this, it's a teach. See him up it's a checksional foul no disrespect it's an old-fashioned checkapalooza chagas baby let's go that's uncalled for oh man you know that's what too much i don't know if it's a good pick it's but you certainly much. you certainly didn't mail it in buddy uh and hooker I averaging like nearly pick. 10 yards per pass and does not turn the ball over very much meanwhile kentucky had four turnovers last week against mississippi state and has had over two turnovers in five of its last eight games i i gotta say um if you had asked people before the season who would have more juice at this point in the year josh heifel or steve sarkeesian i'm not sure a lot of people would have been saying heifel is uh crushing it but he really is he is defying is that a spoiler everyone's expectation there's no spoiler texas would be the is spoiler? not on anyone's board uh pole assassin Oh, no, we did not mention Pole Assassin. Do we need to? <laughs> I don't think so. I feel to? like the rest of the media will I don't know why beat you that one to death or bid it to death. I would encourage me. everyone just Google it. Just really? Sh- I, I, would, I would encourage everyone to Google it. Just make sure you're on a work computer. Um, we miss, we missed to, our window on Pole Assassin, apparently. We, we did. Uh, I think the window... Tough. You know, I'm not gonna, we're not going to touch it. Uh, Capper, you're a uh, big rubber. Uh, you like... Boise State, not on the blue turf, but on the road at Fresno, Fresno State. You think Jake Hayner getting a little big in his britches, huh? Well, I think he's just enjoying himself too much, which is a problem for me. Because <laughs> this is college football, and as, that's not what it's someone, about. As someone who hates his fucking life, someone enjoying himself, come on. You know what? Like, you come out, you beat SDSU by 10. SDSU's horrible. You beat SDSU, you're on top of the world. You're going to talk trash. Just have a fake pretend interview. Fresno's not that good. They're really bad by all the metrics. And Boise is a very sound football team. Very good offensively. Very good defensively. Don't lose on the road, actually. They lost week one on the road by five 
um, have not lost a road game since. They've played very bad on the on the blue turf this year, but wow. they have been very good as a road team. Thirty-one um, <laughs> percent of bets on Boise. When you say Fresno State is bad in all the metrics, is that just like a turn of phrase, or are they bad in all of the metrics? I think that was that's kind of a every pri- single one, every, every single, single metric, <laughs> every single metric. The, the metrics hate them. Fifty-fifth best team, fifty-fifth best team in the FEI, sixty-first uh, in the F plus, fifty-sixth the best offense. Seventh They're just like a very yards, average but football who cares? team. Is, uh, but that's yeah, why, but that's they don't why run the football. Bigger, bigger than his britches right now is because of that fake seventh and pass yard stat. They don't run the football well. Thirty-one um, percent of bets on Boise right. this weekend. A five-point spread. Boise is ahead of them in every single metric: offensively, defensively, special teams. Yeah, give me Boise. Um, I love it. It is a really good, sound defensive Boise football team. Seven point seven seven yards per attempt against them this year through the air. Um, Hank Bachmeyer is playing pretty good football, 15 touchdowns, five interceptions. I just don't think they Fresno has, is going to have an answer on defense here. Um, I don't know. Like I know we're in between like a field goal and a touchdown, but I really think Boise has a chance to upset them, especially after their huge win against San Diego state who can't play any fucking offense to save their life. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I think we're all in agreement. I uh, all the metrics who can't deny it. Uh, Ray, man, you are going back to the well this week, tempting fate once again. You're going. You're betting Joe, on st- stop, DJU stop and Clemson minus yourself. four at low at Louisville. Tempting what are you fate. Talking? Tempting fate. It's exactly what we said last week. Everyone's saying Clemson's having a bad year. Oh, they're having a bad year. You're going to wake up. They're going to be a three-loss team in the ACC. They're fine. Uh, They're not great. They're not Clemson, but they're not bad either. And I can go back into the bad beat spiel if you make me, so don't make me do it because it was not a bad beat. But uh, here's the thing. You think Clemson's bad. Louisville is actually bad. Louisville has no juice. They have a worse record than Clemson in the ACC and overall. Clemson's ranked 26 in the FBI, which sounds about right to me. If you're putting 30 teams ahead of Clemson, yeah, I'll I'll be taking those bets at the bottom of your list there every day. Louisville's at 46, which I actually think might be a bit high based off their production on the field. Clemson remains number three in scoring defense, and that's why why they're actually a pretty good team. Clemson minus four at Louisville, yeah, I think this is going to be another double-digit game, and I don't care if it's close in the first and second quarter because, you know, Clemson's the better team, and I expect them to be able to cover the spread pretty handily. Uh, in the media is just going to fall all over themselves to cover this white running back. Uh, they, they could not hesitate. How many times did they have to mention Christian McCaffrey every time Will Shifley was on the screen during that Clemson game? Just <laughs> They can't help themselves. So, so fucking excited for that. It was, it's weird. Uh, Capper, uh, are, are you, are you online? Are, are, would you roll with Clemson this week? Um, these, both of his games so far just missed my board. Reverse line so, movement on uh, Clemson I tells like, you all you need to know. I like Tennessee. I really like Clemson. I think, I think this could be a statement game. Clemson is still in the, in the hunt for an ACC championship, which is crazy to think about because they've been so bad offensively, but it's a bad conference as well. I'll so. be, I will be honest. Like, it's nice for back them. on the bad I, conference. 
I, I will be honest. I have <laughs> I have horrible? faded I have faded Clemson very vocally all year. This is the first line I've seen this year that gave me pause for Clemson. At least like, like it since, made you gasp since, since the Georgia game. I guess before the Georgia horrible. game when no one knew, horrible? but after but after the Georgia game when I saw this line, I was like, okay, maybe they could they could cover this. I could see it. I yeah. Louisville Louisville's not not that. It's not that Old guy. Will. They're not that um, guy, pal. Um, Louisville. Capper, uh, the next pick on your board was one where I like the opposite side, so you're gonna love it. You must. You're gonna love it that much more. And that's uh, you like Mississippi State plus five and a half at Arkansas. Yeah. So I hate that Mississippi State's getting the majority of bets here on the road. Um, against what I think has been an overperforming Arkansas team so far, KJ Jefferson, the offense has been pretty efficient, but the defense lately has been kind of bad. They've run out of steam a little bit. Um, they've lost all their juice from their four zero start. Lost a lost to Auburn on, at home. Uh, lost to Mississippi on the road by one. Yeah. Got smacked by Georgia. Like they just they lost a lot of juice here, and I think Mississippi State is playing the opposite kind of football here. Um, where a few weeks ago we didn't think the A and M win was very good, but that turned out to be very very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, beat Kentucky, a ranked Kentucky at home by two touchdowns. Um, I, it's a Mississippi State team that plays really good defense plays really efficient offense with Will Rogers at the helm. Um, I just five and a half is too much here for a team that's played really well, has a strong coach, especially coming off of Halloween where he got a, all the candy a, he a wanted. Locked the week last um, week and they hit. I love the dogs. And I love their it's, defense. Um, the, the defense is spectacular. And I don't know that Arkansas is going to have a ton of answers for Will Rogers and in, in this uh, air raid offense. I I think it's just too many points. I mean, Arkansas could like the line gives me a little pause because I think it's a little big for how both teams have played recently, but you're getting five and a half points with a good SEC team. I don't know. I think you take it every time. I like I really like Barry Odom in this matchup coming off a of bye week at home. Uh Four PM start. I yeah. I I leaned Arkansas all the way here just because they do have a pretty explosive offense. Like they can put up points. Uh, and and it was more like a Barry Odom special against the Mike Leach offense. We saw how Jimmy Lake always handled Mike Leach. He can be schemed against if you're like a well coached team. And I think Arkansas has shown the propensity to be a well coached team. So that's. Eh, I think Arkansas is a fraud team. Why? 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 <laughs> like, hear me, hear me out. In the first they're week frauds, against Rice, but, they should have lost they're... or almost lost and got dominated for three quarters. Texas, who gives a they're shit? That team talent, sucks Rice. in the fourth quarter uh, and third quarter. They beat Georgia State. Well, they they beat A&M the with the first that one. Uh, Calzada's first matchup. Who cares? Then they just got rocked for three games against Georgia, Ole Miss, and Auburn. And then they beat UAPB. Who gives a shit? They haven't done anything. Give me Mississippi State. They didn't get rocked versus Ole Miss. They missed a two-point conversion to win. All right, yeah, but, like, whatever. Well, they gave that up 52 they points. Lost. You're yeah. right. You're right. I stand corrected. Uh, okay. Fair, fair that was that was, a, that was a super entertaining game, but, like, it's – I don't know. You give up 52 I love, points against I love anybody. That he went for, it's I love problem. that he went for two. 
I love. I loved it too. I, yeah, I mean, they might call. as well have at that point. No, I guess, and that's like my read here. I like. I think the players probably love. I like Sam Pittman. They're coming off a of bye week. I just think like you, they might have a little bit of juice. And when I saw that it was five and a half, it's like if it was three, then I might. The, it's just five and a half seems like a lot. So that's why I'm almost like drawn to Arkansas. I think that's fair. Uh, that's uh five and a half like is like winning in overtime by a touchdown. Like that's now what I realized. Cause once you lose one of those bets, you look at five and a half different for the rest of your life. Uh, not, se- not third OT though. You can only win by two. Let's go to uh, a huge game on Rayman slate. We got a, a Colt school rematch blowback Liberty yep. plus 10 at Ole Miss. <sighs> Hugh freeze oh, returns to the old too. stomping grounds. He get, returns He's going to open up the old black book. All the numbers are in place again. Yeah, I, I totally see him having a book. He uses a phone book. This is uh, incredible. Liberty plus 10 at Ole Miss. I don't know. Liberty, they haven't. They don't have that same uh, cult finesse in, as past years. Rayman, what's your re- read here? As the old saying goes, give me Liberty can't stop or anyone. give me death. That's the read. That's the read. Hugh Freeze revenge game. That's the motto. Uh, The the actual read here, it's pretty simple. Ole Miss is a shell of its former self. They are not the same as they were. And for good reason earlier this year, Matt Corral's health issues was knocked out of the game last week with his ankle. Uh, He's yet to practice this week. He's probably going to go on Saturday, but he won't be able to run. And so that sort of two dimensional aspect he brings to the game will be gone they're also missing their top three wide receivers right now as well as three of their five starting offensive linemen and their tight end chase rogers hasn't played in three weeks so you're missing ben brown caleb warren orlando umama chase rogers jonathan mingo braylon sanders Dontario drummond all out that's that's what that's a problem who's who's their strength and conditioning dear god yeah them in texas should circle up on that one uh, Ole Miss defense, they're not as bad as people think they are, but they're solidly average at, like, in the 60s, and that's going to be a problem against the potential number one overall pick in Malik Willis, who's going to be taking this game in this spotlight to show off and show what he can do. So, yeah, I think, Liberty, you're getting 10 points here in a game that should be a one-score game. Can't stop anybody. How are you going to beat somebody by two scores? That's just a, That's just a truism. If you can't stop anyone, you can't win by two scores. It's that simple. It's a lot. It's going to be tough. Well, it's going to be tough. At Someone the break the day, out the abacus and see if that holds. It's a, it's a lot of points. I wonder if, uh, yeah, I wonder if it's just like the more they distance themselves from Jerry Falwell Jr., the more their cult powers in football will shrink. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned. We'll have an investigation. Uh, Capper, your next pick. Of course, this was. I'm not surprised you you're love taking. This. I'm you not love surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised you're taking it because you're a pro. You like UNC minus two and a half to nope. give Wake their first nope. loss of the season. Nope, nope, nope. We love it. <laughs> stinky, stinky line. It's uh, not that Wake Forest is in the top ten in the first college football uh, playoff rankings. North Carolina been horrible all year, four and four on the season, but. Still metrically one of the best offenses in the country, obviously led by our boy, Sam Howell, who we love. How? We still love him. Still love him. Can we do it? How? Can we do it? We Hate do it. Mac Brown. Mac Brown, kind of a coward. Too long. 
just pretty much a shell of, him for, <laughs> of his former self. Leave Matt um, Brown alone. He's a nice he's person. He's gone through a lot this year, dude. Brother died. And I don't know. There's I can't respect. get over his, some of his statements from the earlier earlier in the season. But a very good offensive North Carolina team against a very which turned out to be a very good uh, offensive team in Wake Forest. But Wake Forest, like both teams, cannot stop the other one. So like yep. this is going to be a shoot. So you're out. taking the favorite. Um, you're taking the favorite to win <laughs> by a touchdown. It's definitely how it works, especially at home against a team that's getting a. Uh, a ton of smoke um, being in the college ball playoff rankings for the first time in their school's history, being in the top 10 for this. Yeah. You're first making time a lot a of points, time. but you're ignoring the nuances of this matchup. Uh, and so I'm going to cut you off right there because I call this, this is one of my everyone in their smart uncles game because everyone's smart uncle was like, actually wake's not that good. UNC is going to beat him. This is the most <laughs> dumb money public side of any bet. Like it's every not person who watches college football, who just fucking bets with reckless abandon on a Saturday is throwing this money is, on UNC here. Meanwhile, Sam Hartman's been this. playing They're fantastic not. and wake is better at defense at stopping the big plays than UNC. And this is going to be a big play game. So give me that wake defense that sucks, but it's better than UNC at defense and has a better quarter back this year and is more explosive and all those fucking dumb uncles betting on unc have fun with it i'll take wake i'll take the better team here lay off uncles i'm i'm off the uncles it's the dumb uncles that i'm on everyone's dumb uncle is on unc but only 30 percent of bets are on yeah that's why i'm calling it a dumb uncle game not a public game (laughs) oh god this is putrid you're better than that. Everyone's dumb uncle is betting on UNC. That's why the entire, like, all the mouth-breathing college football media experts here that have no personality are all on UNC this week. At the end of the day, Wake Forest is not an elite football team. Um, Playing on the road against UNC is a game they should lose. This is probably a game that, you know... Before on the road all doesn't the matter this on defense year at UNC. UNC. Those fans stopped showing up at the second the expectations weren't met. You ever been to Cle- Keenan Flagler Stadium or whatever? It's it's not a good team. Like it's not a good team overall, and it's not a team that can stop Sam Howell and this this UNC offense. It's just not. It's. I I can't. I don't I, see it. I don't see it happening. And man. I don't think they make this line two and a half. For UNC, if they think Wake Forest is going to win this game, uh, Rayman, are we are we taking are we taking Wake money line in Vegas? Yeah, we're taking Wake money line. It's done. It's done. Uh, That's sick. You're next. Better than uh, that. Next one on next one on the slate. You might uh, not be actually. I, I'm not. Not, you know I'm not. How dare you think we're gonna find? Am. We're you gonna. Know gonna you know that. what we're gonna do, Joe? We're gonna go to the seediest sports book we can find on the strip and ask everyone what they think about the UNC Wake game, who just look like they're regulars. And I bet you seventy five percent of them are on UNC. Side bet. Yeah, you're gonna be the one. F- you you can go up and talk to them. Uh, Ray, your next 50, one on fifty first ranked defense in FEI, fifty seventh ranked defense in F plus for Wake Forest. Not great. Gave up what sixty points yeah, to their defense is Army terrible. Their offense ago? is dynamic. Very we bad. You're not breaking news here, <laughs> can't, Capper. Can't, very can't bad. wait. Can't wait for Rain Man to go up to fucking Java the Hut. The nasty so sports just, book come out with a fucking Are we taking the over? Uh, are we just taking the over then? Yeah, it's taking the over. Take the over. Lock it in. Take the over. Enjoy your afternoon. 
Have fun. 76 and a half. I imagine love that, being the type of imagine taking the under in this spot. What a joyless <laughs> fucking life that is. What a just fucking don't do it. Don't do it. And it's not worth it anymore. If you're taking the under in that. Okay. Um, Rayman, your next game on the slate. Texas A&M minus four and a half versus Auburn game of the week. A real Scary. big game. A real big game for the SEC. Huge, huge game for the SEC. Huge game. Uh, Zach Calzada has been excellent since you know, his first game and a half. He's gotten the reps underneath his belt, and he's showing to be the five-star talent that he was recruited at, out of high school to be. And I don't think Auburn's going to be able to stop him. Texas A&M at home, all the, all the weird cultiness thing going on. They're going to have that midnight yell. They're going to be fired up for this game. It's going to be the same atmosphere that came out against Alabama, and Auburn's a whole heck of a lot worse than Alabama. Plus, Texas A&M had two weeks off. So there's nothing to do in College Station. This entire school has just been waiting for this game, so they have something to do for three hours on a Saturday, and they've been waiting two weeks for it. So Texas A&M minus four and a half. That crowd is going to be electric. Yeah, this one that one scares me a little bit. First three, you like good Bo Nix on the red? Uh, no, not particularly. But it's such a good defense for Auburn. It is such a good defense, and A and M does one thing really well on offense, and that's run the football. Um, I don't know. Calzada has been good, but that's because of the run defense, yeah. run game. So yeah, that's that was what I was gonna say. Uh, Spiller and H and I think are really the key to unlocking everything. Man, they're so good. It's tough to it's tough, yeah. to, it's tough I mean, to like be really really good offensively if you know that one side of the ball can stop the run game, and and Auburn's defensive line can do that. I gotta say. Bo Nix in a big spot. It's a weird line. Bo Nix in a big spot. Bo Nix in a big spot. What's he going to give us? You, you love seeing Bo Nix. Is he going to do some I think some he gives us an shit? under. I that's probably the right the right play in this one. I kind of like that. It's at 49 though. That's low. A that team tells under, you all you need to know. A team that under tells you all you need under. to know. Yeah. yeah gonna cry this has 1410 all over it, right? Uh, <laughs> no shot. 21-19. Uh, I like it. I dig it. The last uh, last game on Capper Slate. You like uh, Memphis plus four and a half versus Smoo, the completely disrespected SMU Mustangs. Not in the playoff rankings. AAC just got completely shat on. Memphis, is this isn't the old Memphis, so I'm curious what you're seeing here because I would have been on SMU in this spot. It's not the old Memphis. Um, I'm going to one thing. We're we're in college football coach hunting season. Um, yeah, Sonny Dykes is already in our uh, wherever the hell Texas Tech is. Lubbock. We're talking about um, Inter- like four jobs that have opened up in the last week and okay. a half. Okay. And I I think this is a good spot for a Memphis team that has momentum going into the Big Twelve next year. Um, has played some pretty good offense this year. SMU was really bad on defense last weekend against U of H, which was, you know, obviously one of my picks. Crushed it. But uh, Sonny Dykes will not be the head coach of SMU for more than another week. Now, and you a know half. what? Fuck this. SMU is going to roll. 
Memphis, Memphis is terrible. They're bad. His, <laughs> dude, have you seen their last five games? Lost to UTSA, fine, whatever, good team. Lost to Temple, lost to Tulsa, beat Navy at home, lost to UCF. This team sucks. And SMU played Houston, which is very good, pretty close. Uh, yeah, give me SMU. Give me SMU big. Uh, they don't need Sonny Dykes to beat Memphis. How about that? I like I like the opening line. Uh, that was six. Jumped to four and a half. Twenty five percent of bets on Memphis at home. Um, I think I think we're giving we're not giving kids enough credit here because I think the kids know um, they read everything. Like they're constantly on social media. Like they these college football players like know they're exactly what's on going on. Um, and everyone that can read knows that Sonny Dykes will not be the head coach at SMU for more than another couple weeks. Um, whether it's going to be yeah, a TCU, but, but whether it's going to be a Texas Tech. They have coaching, they have coaching uh, continuity because I, I don't believe they... their offensive coordinator is like a sneaky candidate for head coach jobs too, but he'll probably just end up taking over the SMU job when Sonny Dykes leaves so he can prepare for this game, Garrett Riley. Maybe, maybe, but um, I, I think is that I think, link? and he's yeah, he's the OC quarterbacks coach for SMU. He's been very, very good. Any relation decade. to Lincoln? <laughs> I yeah. think, I think when it's you look actually, at it, it's his brother. Kids, kids know better. No, I don't think it's brother. Uh, let's see, his mom. But I, it is he is in the Riley uh, family, I believe. Well, keep going, Capper. I'm looking this up. Uh, Memphis homecoming this weekend. Memphis, you know, down on expectations this year, but still have a lot of things to play for, especially going into Big 12. He's the younger brother of Lincoln Riley. Oh, yeah. They're fine. He's going to get elevated to the head coach job. He's going to manage this game. Everyone inside knows they're all going to be happy for Garrett. SMU big against against Memphis. This pick sucks. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. I got to say, we will. I got to say, first. I haven't gone 4 0 yet. First week in some time where we uh, just, we all are just shitting on each other. No one agrees with anybody. And I like it. That's a good thing, though, I think, right? I like it. It's good for the health. I don't like agreeing with you, Fox. Sometimes Uh, you just need to get, like, chopped down. Let's go through. That's all right. That's right, buddy. If you're if life won't do it to you, let your bets do it. Uh, yeah. Let's go through the slates uh, one more time. Ray, man, who do you got? Tennessee plus one at Kentucky as the rubber. Clemson minus four at Louisville. Liberty plus ten at Ole Miss in the Hugh Freeze revenge game. And Texas A&M minus four and a half versus Bo Nix on the road. Capper, your slate. Uh, Boise State plus five at Fresno. Mississippi State plus five and a half at Arkansas. North Carolina minus two and a half versus Wake. And Memphis plus four and a half versus SMU. He's fucking (laughs) groaning at my picks, man. Just fucking carry the the fucking back wagon of this train, dude. Like, you haven't haven't beat me in a weekend in a fucking millennium, dude. I I believe I beat you the last two weeks in a row. You didn't. I was three and one last weekend. Is that even true? 100 percent i lost florida that was it all right all right fine i beat you two weeks ago relax <laughs> and i beat you this week how the receipts Dude, you, you thought you thought just being wrong will what a make disgrace Ray, if you think being wrong will make rayman back off you have another you don't listen to the show enough uh sicken me just groaning groaning at go, every pick well you guys <laughs> speaking of real money let's get to 
what the people are really here for. That's uh, that's it. these squeeze picks. Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do. Mm. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Alright, these are the squeeze picks. Uh, these are the picks that aren't necessarily vetted and approved by the experts, but they are action nonetheless. And that's where we, of course, keep our King of the Hill contest. Alive and well, like I said, last week we had the Babbler, who, uh, you know, what a prolific, what a prolific pick. Incredible. It did not land. It was a horrific beat. Uh, but He's babbling off in the wilderness somewhere now. Oh, he, you know, but you know what? Maybe, maybe we'll have him back. Maybe not. Uh, we, uh, we have in his place a new picker who is been asked who the name i have uh to, can you refer for me rayman i believe we have dr fuck you the astros still won in 2017 is that correct uh that's what i've heard he's going as which is um pretty aggressive but for, you know what? not wrong also the he's banner still the flies cheaters. give jose give jose altuve a buzzer and they win this series no doubt uh <laughs> Like there's a lot of things we can overcome, boys, but I don't think being Astros fans is one of them. But let's let's do this pick. Let's see what we got. Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Doctor Fuck You. The Astros still won in 2017. There you go. Um, I'm here with uh, today's King of the Hill pick. I'm taking Wake Forest plus 2.5 over North Carolina. <laughs> yes. So this one guy practicing neurology at Wake Ooh. Forest that I know said that Kenneth Walker transferring actually made their team even better. And I got to say, that guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> but anyways, Wake Forest is undefeated coming into November and now ranked in the top 10 for the first time since its founding as Wake Forest Manual Labor Institute back in 1834. I know that name sounds awful. Don't worry. They got bought by a tobacco baron later on, so I'm sure they haven't been responsible for any atrocities since then. Um, as far as the game goes, this line actually seems pretty insulting, given Wake Forest is sitting at FEI 6 and 4-4 four and four North Carolina FEI um, scrolling 50. Um, from a random article I saw earlier in the week, the line actually moved towards North Carolina since its opening, and I just got to ask why. I mean, I get that Sam Howell has a catchy name for children. The background is old, very old. Like, how is he still alive old? But their defense is 76th in total yards allowed, 91st in yards allowed per play, and Wake Forest's offense is um, somewhere higher than those. Um, This game may end up being a shootout overall, but with the Republican gubernatorial victory in Virginia last night, conservative white asshole America just keeps rolling this week. Go Deeks. It's the dumb uncles spending all their money moving that line. I don't know that that last point doesn't go against UNC as well. UNC. Well, so Wake's got that RJR Nabisco (laughs) tobacco money. So it's a little bit deeper. It is. Conservative Americana. That's fair. If you guys want to have an argument over whether UNC or Wake Forest is white, you got to say it for another podcast. I'm happy to do a bracket about this later. Um, <laughs> the whitest. Oh, I'm feeling good. Nope. I'm feeling good about the uh, fuck you. I'm still rooting for the Astros pick White, of the week. Whitest over, institutions uh, over Capper here, just because that name is so aggressive. It probably changes the king of the hill. That's what you need to hold the hill. So we'll see. Uh, I I love. Uh, I feel great now. Wake 
what really unlocked Wake was getting rid of Kenneth Walker. Uh, I love that. Um, I, yeah, I forgot he amazing. from Wake. That's a great point. Amazing Whoops. that he's he's eight and zero. Wake's eight and zero. Man, a little bit, a little bit of fairy dust coming out of Winston Salem. Uh, Kenneth guess, Walker just just winning no matter you where. You know, uh, all due respect to Kenneth Walker. Are you guys ready to make some real fucking money? Are you ready for this? Are just tell me, always. tell me, tell me you picked. Oh man, I can't That's wait to gonna, place this one in Vegas. Four tiers gonna melt your fucking face. Uh, you're getting there before me. I'm, you're gonna need to play some things. Uh, I'll be go. This, I'll be going. This four teamer. Uh, if you bet my four teamer last week, uh, you would have won zero dollars. Uh, if uh, because I did not win my four teamer, I was two and two. But this week I'm going into the keep it simple reads. These are games I just look at the line. I gotta read. I pick it. I don't look beyond that i'm not crunching the numbers this is just straight gut picks but these are the ones that hit to start we got bama minus 28 and a half versus lsu at home 7 p.m night game this many points would scare several betters off but not me this feels like 49 17 all day uh yeah, I like that. Uh, next yeah, one. LSU's useless. Nick ne- Saban motivation. I can't believe everyone's saying we shouldn't be number two Next again. one, we got uh, Oregon State minus 10.5 at Colorado. Oregon State. I love the Beavs. I love the Beavs. Oregon State can score a lot of points. Colorado cannot. I think Oregon State scores more points than Colorado and therefore <laughs> covers the spread. I don't know what to fucking tell you. It's the keep it score simple. Score more points to win the game. Uh, 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 Iowa minus 12 at Northwestern. I'm just fading Northwestern. They've been dismantled by every single decent defense they have faced this season. Iowa gets out of their two-game slide, and they win big. Northwestern, does a, they play close against the bad teams, but when a team has a really good defense, they've just crumbled. Uh, and my last pick to round it out, UTSA minus 11 at UTEP. This is actually a big deal for Conference USA to get on national TV in this spot on ESPN2. Uh, UTEP has a 6-2 record, but it is extremely infl- – they've played some truly garbage teams. It is still, like, miraculous that they have a 6-2 record. But UTSA, this is just a bigger deal. Jeff Trailer's trying to get a bigger deal, a bigger gig. Uh, UTSA is not ranked in the playoff an extension rankings. already to make it uh, more expensive. Yeah, he's. I mean, I feel like he has to leave town, but I think UTSA, if they win this game, they're probably going to get ranked in the playoff rankings. Maybe I don't know if it, it'll move it enough, but UTSA has plenty of reasons to try to impress in this spot. I think they eleven won't even be close to covering it. So that's the four teamer this week, boys. Bama minus twenty and a half. Oregon State minus ten and a half. Iowa minus 12 at Northwestern, UTSA minus 11 at UTEP. Winners, winners, winners. All double digit faves. That's winners. a statement. Sad thing uh, sad thing is I think I think if UTEP wins last week and they have a chance to host college game day. They did. They had a chance. Uh, it was being discussed no at ESPN. versus 7 and 1 and they went to Cincy against Tulsa which is a 21 and a half point spread which is yeah. fucking putrid. Oh, that's um, where game day is. Yikes! First time, yeah. first time hosting in Cincy, but also just what a this bad game. fucking matchup. Just cancel it. Uh, speaking of just cancel it, that's uh, this I believe, according to the numbers, I crunched them. This is episode a hundred, boys. 
How about it? <laughs> well, I'm super butthurt because the cameo I paid for 24-hour expedition. <laughs> and my guy didn't come through. So um, you know cameo might be dead to me. You know what? They're dead in... Much, Happy triple digits, boys. Much like sports gambling. Like, don't send that shit tomorrow. I don't want it. Much like sports gambling, cameo dead to you until it's not until next week. Um, okay. We a hundred a hundred episodes in there. We appreciate the people who have been listening along. I don't get it. I don't get you, but we appreciate you. And you know what? We're gonna keep doing it because we're just uh, stubborn. We uh, keep at it. It's like the we have nothing nothing else to do on Wednesdays. Fucking losers over here. Fucking what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Not do this? Are you <laughs>